Good morning, I'm Riley and this is Lifestyle Tucson, a program where I speak with nonprofit groups and organizations finding out how they serve our community and getting updates on current projects. For the first portion of today's show, I am sharing a recent chat I had with board members from Arizona Palooza 2022. I am speaking with... My name is Jose Castillo and I am an Arizona Palooza committee member since 2017. Mm, and I'm Dee Dwight, and I'm an Arizona Palooza committee member since 2017. That should give you a little hint. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I have a feeling that 2017 is an important year for Arizona Palooza. So I kind of feel like we should just start at the beginning. Uh, what is Arizona Palooza? And tell me a little bit about its inception and how it came to be. I looked at Jose because he's been a part of ones that have happened in other places. That's why I kind of looked okay. at him. So the Palooza idea out here, uh, the Tucson Palooza, as it, was, as it originated when we first started, stemmed from uh, a, a Palooza that I was a part of back in Yuma, Arizona. So okay. we used to call that the Recovery Palooza. Um, it's run by a, a community service agency out there uh, called Transitional Living Center Recovery. So when I came out here to Tucson, we had discussions about what we could bring to the community for May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I threw this idea out there. We sat down with some great folks at, with some of the other community providers and we formed a planning committee and uh, did this all grassroots the first year. There was no sponsorship. There was no money. We just kind of dove in and, and said, we're all going to come to the table together and make something happen. Cool. Tell me a little bit more about that first Arizona Palooza. Like you said, it was grassroots. So what was it like? Was it still a resource fair? The, the idea was to, of course, raise awareness mm -hmm. and, edu and you know, bring education to the community uh, about reducing stigma when it came to mental health conditions and our folks having those... Uh, uh, those uh, living with those illnesses. Living mm -hmm. with those illnesses. Thank you. So that was the idea. But the other part is to show folks that we can have fun. Okay. You know, uh, everybody, everybody that participates, the majority of us that participate are folks that either work in the industry or live with those conditions. You know, so we come together to let the community know that, hey, we are part of your community. We, we're all in this together. And um, it doesn't have to be something that anybody needs to be ashamed of or that mm -hmm. we need to put stigma on top mm -hmm. of stigma, even self-stigma. Because sometimes when folks have these experiences, uh, they'll self-stigmatize themselves. And we want to let people know, hey, you know what? If this does happen, it's okay. There are people out here that have been in your shoes and, and we've worked past it. So we can help support you in working past past it as well as help you learn about some of the resources that are out there. And, and you know what? Have fun doing it. Yeah. Have fun. We, the first year was in a park, and that's what we've tried to do all the years since is to move around to different parks. So the first okay. year was... Um, it was on Tucson Boulevard, um, the park there, and we have live bands. And each year that we get the bands, we ask them, why do they want to be a part? And so it's been interesting over the years. Um, everyone is connected to the community somehow, either a family member or, like Jose said, someone in the band or the group is living with a mental illness. And so it's obvious that it doesn't mm -hmm. keep you from doing things that you want to do. Yeah. So like you had mentioned, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I'd like to take a second to kind of better define mental health and the importance of mental health awareness and how we can all benefit from an event like Arizona Palooza. I was thinking of um, a lot of people because of the term, we think about the stigma, people think mental illness. Mm -hmm. When now with what we've all been through, mental health, it's something, it's just like anything else. You have to take care of it before 
during, and then it's a continuation. That's why the term recovery is very popular in the mental health community. Um, a lot of people just associate that with maybe, um, you know, addiction, but it is mental health recovery. And Mental Health America is a website that they offer. You can do like a mental health checkup. And this year I just saw on their website, mha.org, they have a MHA screening org and it's to get a checkup from the neck up and it's just uh, you know to just see where you're at and how you're doing and how you handle things on a daily basis and just because you're overwhelmed or things seem like that you can't handle them that doesn't mean there's something wrong everybody struggles and so one of the things is to to relate to other people you're not in this alone mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel this way and then when is it a time that you should seek help from somebody. And especially the concept of mental health and mental health awareness, has it's, it's nothing new, but it's something that's definitely in the forefront of mm -hmm. our minds because we're coming out of a very challenging last couple of years, and it's something that people who may have never dealt with struggles with their mental well-being have faced those types of challenges. So I'd like to talk about the types of resources that will be available at Arizona Palooza for 2022. Well, first of all, we have a variety of community partners out mm -hmm. here that, that are going to come and participate in the event. But you will see folks that work in the behavioral health field, uh, folks that work in inpatient facilities. You know, we have different organizations, even folks that just have a, a stake in the community. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever that looks like, whether it's education on AIDS or overdosing or, you know, um, some of the locks in training, Every, everybody that's out there is somehow involved in the community in regarding uh, health, health conditions, mental health conditions, or overall health conditions. There's over 50 already, uh, oh. 50 vendors. We, we say vendors, but really it's like, I like the term that Jose used, someone that has a stake in the community, anywhere from you know therapy dogs to some of the larger agencies to the smaller specific agencies. Um, even people that you would see at any other kind of event. Police are going to be there, and the, the fire department's going to be there. Um, there are agencies within Tucson people might not know about that the, the police support the behavioral health community as well as, we call it booth bingo, that makes it fun to go see all of these vendors okay. and providers. Um, we have a great, it's a bingo card, and you go to each station, to each vendor. They have a family activity. Everyone is required to bring something to do. You know, and so everyone goes around and there's booth bingo. Of course, there's going to be the things that you would expect at any festival. Great, amazing, you know, door prizes. And so if you go to the booth bingo and you talk to everyone about what they are doing or what they do for the community, you get a stamp on your bingo card and that makes you eligible for the great prizes. I, I think it was a review on the Facebook page. It said something about if you want swag, like <laughs> this is a, it is a great swag place to stop by. <laughs> That's awesome. You will never need a pen ever okay. again. But actually, like, swag is fun. It is really fun to see the different things that agencies come up with, especially something that might be specific to them as an agency. Of course, everybody's going to have hand sanitizer, but there are things that may be specific to that agency. So you may see some swag you've never seen. <laughs> well, that's fun. So just tell me more about the event itself. So you mentioned it's at a local park. Mm -hmm. So where is it going to be located this year? Uh, this year we are at Reed Park in the, and help me say this right, the Meester Center? Or the Band Shell, the otherwise band known as. <laughs> yes, yes. And we'll be there from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Okay. All are welcome. Come, come out early. Come out early. There, there should be plenty of uh, hot dogs mm -hmm. and, and other things out there. Uh, we actually have a local um, agency that, like, 
is connected with the community. They are going to provide hot dogs. Some um, agencies, vendors are going to provide some fruit. So we say, come one, come all, first come, first serve. (laughs) (laughs) Get it while it's hot, dog. (laughs) So that does help answer a question because when you see, you know, maybe like the university associated with it and all this, it is open to anyone and everyone. Absolutely. The more the better, especially like we said, because now and what we have all been through is to see what resources, if it's not for you, Maybe in the future it's going to be for someone that you love or you care about. Or it's something that it's a perfect way to say, hey, I'm bringing the kids out to do something fun. When And really, in all actuality, it's something that you were looking for. It was that help that you were looking for. People might not know this, but starting in July, the reason Arizona had to add the 520 to our dialing everybody mm-hmm. is because there is going to be a three-digit number for a suicide crisis hotline starting in July. So that number is 988. It's three numbers. So instead of 911, you would dial 988 specifically for a mental health crisis. So it's just coming out and getting the awareness. Bands, there's going to be music. Uh, Nicandro, Nick Barbaron, and we just got our third band, um, Gray to Red, is going to be there. So it is just a good way, exactly like we said, to reduce the stigma. So you come out, you can come out purposely seeking resources. There is no shame in mental illness. It's okay not to be okay. And so it's a good way to come out and see all those resources. Yeah, and, and as, as we were talking about, like, uh, uh, pre-pandemic, I was, I was, I'll use that term because it's so <laughs> popular, right? Pre-pandemic, we're, we were looking at one in five Americans mm-hmm. uh, uh, experience a mental health. You know, they had mm-hmm. a mental health experience uh, throughout the year. One in five. Um, after the pandemic, I'd be curious what that number looks mm-hmm. like because, because we have been through so much. We have been through so much, and people have experiences, losses, and different things like that. And that's what we're about. We're here to let the community know um, we're all going to come together. Mm-hmm. There's going to be help out there. There's going to be people that can guide you to the right resource. If, if you're looking to learn about, like, where you can go, this is a place to be. Because if she doesn't have the answer, the next booth is mm-hmm. over is going to have the answer. Or they'll you know. know. Or, or they'll know who to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to know who to send you to. And that's, that's the beauty of this. When we all mm-hmm. come together, it's all of us, and we're going to collaboratively work together to educate our community. Mm-hmm. And I, I do want to talk about some of the fun that will be at Arizona Palooza because something I like to do for my own mental health is go on walks with my doggy. Mm-hmm. And so one on one of my walks, I actually was going through a local park, and I saw one of the uh, Tucson Parks and Rec's Ready, Set, Rec buses they're gonna be there so much fun <laughs> the ready set rec yeah. bus from tucson is gonna from the city of tucson is gonna be there and um, we're actually having a dedicated kid zone this year oh, great. um granted every activity at a booth will be family friendly mm-hmm. um there's a specific area with an inflatable obstacle course um we are having some other activities there as well face painting um one of my fun exciting events is the Tucson first responder lip off challenge. Yes. I know you were going to ask. People are like, what's a lip off? <laughs> and what happens is when I go and invite um, first responders to join, they are like, we can't sing. I'm like, the term lip off means you lip sync and you don't have to sing. So um, we had all so much fun. Our last live event today may be the day. No, I'll let him have it a little bit longer. Um, Chief Waka at Rural Metro holds the trophy now. Um, the trophy has room for many more names to go. And so I have spoke to some, I won't say which fire department or which house, number eight, um, <laughs> Antonio, but um, there are some other fire departments and some other agencies. And um, we forget that these agencies sometimes are people's first 
touch point Mm -hmm. with mental health. And personally, I used to work in an emergency room. And sometimes it's a scary thing to have your first mental health crisis to come into the system, whether you come in meeting a fireman, a policeman, a nurse. It's important to let people see that those people are also just people, too. So we um, appreciate what they do with that lip off challenge. And we look forward to to either the reigning champ or to to crowning a new champ this year. I understand that Arizona Palooza is less than a week away, but is there ways that people can still join and help out? You know what? It's really interesting. We always need volunteers and more people to be involved. I mean, 50 booths and all these big agencies, but it's interesting that we always worry that we leave somebody out. So if you hear um, that you want to either have a booth there and you feel like you have a service that you can offer to the mental health community, please come. If you feel like you have like a small group that wants to walk around and like literally help us pick up trash. We've had um, Girl Scouts help us before. We've had people do community service before. What a fun way to do community service Mm -hmm. by being actually in the community. So um, we just don't want anybody to feel left out because that is what this is all about, that sometimes people feel that nobody would understand and that they're alone. And we just want to invite as many people as many different ways as we can. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I want to take a minute just to... uh, Arizona, uh, the Arizona Planning Committee would like yeah. to take a moment to say thank you to our sponsors. Uh, first off, we'll start off with our VAP sponsor, Arizona Complete Health Complete Care Plan. Woo-hoo. Yes, yes. And then <laughs> our rock star sponsor is Banner University Health Plan. Woohoo! And then in the fan club, we have Community Medical Services, the University of Arizona Rise Health and Wellness Center, and Project Future. So a big thank you to those folks that have stepped up and helped sponsor this event helped us get our our footing so mm-hmm. we, so we can do this bring this out to the community i uh, really want to say thank you to everybody that has done that and if you want further information you can always go to www.tucsonpalooza.org or you can reach out to uh for any questions you can call 520-621-7910 well, before we wrap up, will you just state again what I like to call the need to knows about Arizona Palooza? The who, what, when, where? It's a Saturday, <laughs> May 7th at 9 a.m. at Reed Park at the Demeester Performance Center, otherwise known as the Band Shell. Free admission for everyone. It is family friendly, um, free food while it lasts, bands, music, the first responder lip off challenge, and all the resources that you could want or need about Mental Health Awareness Month. Our goal is to reduce the stigma um, and to make everyone feel like they are not alone and there is always help when you need it. You're listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley. That was Jose Castillo and Dee Dwight, board members for Arizona Palooza 2022, a mental health awareness event set for Saturday, May 7th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Reed Park Demeester Center. For the next portion of today's program, I am sharing a recent chat I had with Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson. I am speaking with... Hi, my name is Denise Waters, and I'm the CEO for the Boys and Girls Clubs in Tucson. And I'm Jill Long. I'm the Vice President of Fund Development with Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson. Can we just talk briefly about some of the programs that are offered through Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson? So our mission is to help those youth, those that need us the most, realize a clear path to reach their potential and pursue their dreams. And that can be 
basketball and sports programs. That could be STEM, which is now STEAM programs, adding artworks into the, the mix. That can be programs that we have like Smart Girls that teaches young ladies about hygiene and empowering themselves and their bodies and self-esteem. We have Passport to Manhood that teaches young men financial literacy, things like, you know, how to be a uh, man of the home, which a lot of them are, and how to take care of themselves, their hygiene, how to tie a tie. So we have, you know, things like that. We also have programs that are literacy programs, reading programs, sports and fitness, wellness programs, arts and crafts. We even had an event with Cox Communications where we had someone come into one of the clubs and teach the kids about plants and wellness and growing your own foods and sustainability. So there's such a diverse uh, amount of programs and we reach the seven to 17 year olds. So you got to have a variety mm -hmm. of interesting programs to keep them engaged, yeah. right? So uh, we try to hit, you know, every facet of that. A typical day, for instance, in our, in our club would be, uh, we have pool tables and foosball tables and we have sports and wellness in the gym. We have board games. They can go into the computer room and jump on a computer. They can do their homework. Um, they have access to, you know, some kind of games. One club that we walked into the other day that has a PlayStation with a TV, they have an Xbox with a TV. And so they can jump on and they can play video games. They can go outside during the summer and have uh, water sports games oh, and competitions. <laughs> you know, in the heat of Tucson summer, it's good to have that that kind of Who doesn't um, you love know, a water fight um, in the summer? <laughs> great things like we have great arts and crafts and we have a great, it's called Heart Works program. And that allows the students to show their creativity the the talent that we've seen we even have some of our youth who write poetry and put it to their artwork so we've seen that also which is phenomenal to grow that part of their you know their character to to learn about that and one of the clubs we're even introducing a music program which is going to um, have music instructors come in and instruct uh, violin lessons and guitar lessons so we do the cool. full gamut. We have everything you can conceive of that we offer the youth. Yeah, and it's like you had mentioned, you're dealing with such a broad range of youth. You know, what interests an eight-year-old doesn't necessarily apply to a 15-year-old. And so it's great to right. be able to reach everyone where they're at. And so to be able to provide these types of programs fundraising is needed and there is an event on the way and is this the the second time you've hosted a bodyworks pilates event am i correct in that yes it is a little over a year ago we had done one up at st philip's plaza with kiria sabin from bodyworks pilates it was an introduction to bodyworks for for me and we had our youth from our Pasquayaki Clubhouse come and do the program with her because they were doing it virtually with her. So they had implemented it at their club as well. Oh, cool. So it's pretty cool. Have any other clubhouses um, continued to implement a, a Pilates-style program? We're just now launching it. Okay. Um, we Right before the pandemic hit, we were going to implement it in a few different clubhouses 
And when the pandemic hit, it was a little difficult to, yeah. to do that because they were going to come into our facilities to do it. And with the limited space, understandably, and yeah. all the pro all the COVID protocols, we weren't able to have them come in and do that kind of um, program. But we are going to pilot that in one of our clubs now and have at least, we hope, 10 youth, probably more once they start getting, you know, into the program interested in in doing that. Yeah. And it is very interesting because, you know, when you think of youth and like athletics and moving your body, you kind of go to basketball, baseball, you know, the classic sports, but it's not beyond a, 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 a kid's grasp to take a liking to this type of activity. And I've imagined there's some big benefits to it's Absolutely. Years. And I'll tell you, you're touching on something, Riley. We just had an event at our Jim and Vicki Clubhouse, and it was a donation um, because we were repairing the gym floor. And we had the women's basketball team and Adia Barnes and Daylin Perry there. And the first thing that she did was get all the youth up and say, before you do anything, let's start stretching and had them going through all these stretching exercises. So you don't realize that is Pilates and that is yoga. And a lot of the athletes and even professional athletes do those kinds of things and have it integrated into their their routine, their workout routines, because you do have to stretch your muscles before you start using them, right? So this is a perfect segue for some of these, some of these kids, I think. And you little know. did they know that they were learning more about their body. I think that comes with any health and wellness. Uh, it is an educational thing and they don't realize it. It's, um, it's teaching you about your anatomy and how to treat your body. Yeah, properly. definitely. So I would like to hear about this upcoming fundraising event. It is set for Saturday, May 7th. Yeah, just share with me some more about what is coming up here. On Saturday, May the 7th at St. Philip's Plaza from 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., Kiria Sabin will lead a Pilates class for the community. It's $15 to register. She's also going to have a raffle for um, gift cards and whatnot to a lot of the retail locations right there in St. Philip's Plaza. So it's the National Day of Pilates. Okay. So she wanted to incorporate that um, with it. And in turn, some of her own clientele will be there, but we've opened it up to the community. So we're we're hoping we get um, at least 50 people registered. I think we're a little over halfway there. Oh, wonderful. Is there a deadline for registration for attending this event? I think she'll take it up until Friday okay. evening because they'll have to register and check in that morning, the morning of. You're signing off on a waiver that you're you're going to participate in it. It's kind of a, a busy weekend in a way because Mother's Day is the, the Sunday following the event. So that could also be a special way to... Uh, Treat your mom. <laughs> Get out. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And they've got so many businesses and restaurants and everything there. So, you know, you after you're done, you go have a, a juice or something to eat or, you know, walk around the plaza and see those other businesses. So we're happy that she's been able to get the other businesses to participate as well through the raffles and, and give them some PR in that plaza as well. So if people are looking for just some more information about this upcoming fundraising event, where's the best place to find the details? If you go to Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson Facebook page, 
There's some event posting on that, but also on BodyWorks Facebook page, there will be a posting with event information and a link to click on to register as well. The funds that she's raising are to help with the kids for programming. We appreciate that the community is coming together in such a way to celebrate us and to celebrate um, health and wellness. We will have some kids from our Steve DeRue Clubhouse. They're participating. So that will be a lot of fun to, to see them. They have not engaged um, as much as one of our other clubhouses, the Pasquayaki Clubhouse. So it's a new program for them as well. So even if you're a beginner yourself, you won't be the only one. Yes, <laughs> yes. They ask that you do bring your own mat and be comfortable in the clothes that you uh, prefer to exercise in. Definitely. Well, uh, before we wrap this up, will you just tell me again uh, the need to knows on the upcoming Bodyworks Pilates event with Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson? Saturday, May the 7th, 7 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. at St. Philip's Plaza. You can register on the uh, Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson Facebook page. It has a link as well as Bodyworks Pilates. And you can go to the Body Works Pilates um, website as well to do a registration. It's $15 a person, and all those funds go directly to Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson. Wonderful. So a great way to get out, get the body moving, and help support the programs that Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson brings to the youth in our community. Absolutely. We appreciate you spending the morning with us. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. I'm Riley. That was Denise Waters, CEO of Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson, and Jill Long, the VP of Fund Development. For more information and registration for next Saturday's Pilates fundraising event, Pilates for Everybody at St. Philip's Plaza, you can go to the Boys and Girls Clubs of Tucson Facebook page at BGC Tucson. Information is also available on the Bodyworks Pilates page at Bodyworks Pilates. If you are part of a nonprofit group or organization that would like to be featured in an upcoming episode of our Lifestyle Tucson program, you can reach out to me, Riley, by email, publicaffairs at azlotus.com. That is publicaffairs, all one word, at azlotus.com. For more information about the program or to listen back to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page at mixfm.com, kfma.com, klpx.com, or espntucson.com. <laughs>